it's Samantha and Maria and we're the Clarity Co. Here to help the driven build their dreams. This podcast will help you gain clarity in your business, show up authentically and scale with confidence. Our community exists to support you holistically because you're more than just a brand. You're a whole person here to make an impact on the world. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Clarity Co. Podcast. Today, we are talking about CEO days. Do you know what a CEO day is? Are you asking me? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I'm asking you. Do you know? I do, I do, I do. Pick me, I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't know, I want to break, I want to bust some myths here and tell you, it's actually not a day off. And I think a lot of people think, oh, CEO day, that's what I earn once I see myself as a CEO. And once I start acting like a CEO, then I deserve Mondays off. Nope, that's not what it is. It is actually a strategic day of productivity. And um, I want to get into all the nitty gritty details of CEO days and why you should be implementing them. And even if it's not a CEO day, you can start with like a CEO hour. Um, But we're going to talk today about schedules and CEO days and how powerful these can be in your business when you start implementing them and leaning into them. So Maria, what do you think a CEO day is? So I am kind of a little bit different on the CEO day because in my past CEO life, I didn't necessarily work with clients or have like a lot of, um, you know, like calls or anything that I had to make. However, for me, a CEO day is um, for like literally busting through certain things that I have to get done. Uh, to make my week easier. Right. So my CEO day is probably more of a planning day. I, it's not necessarily that I can't talk to people or whatever, but I'm like, what do I need to get done? And what are things that I can do today to make, you know, the week easier? So I might, um, you know, like I might, like before I would maybe like have like a, let's say I'm launching like our fall guide or something like that. And I was like, okay, today's CEO stuff that I'm going to do is I'm going to be researching all this stuff so that or next, like in the next few days, I can put aside an hour and put it all in, get it all done. You know, like mine kind of looks a little different, but it's heavy on the planning and heavy on kind of like a big, it's a, it's a big day for me. I would say the CEO day. <laughs> I would actually say that that's not different than mine. It's very important. And it's, um, it, it really, at the end of it, it's, it's the same stuff that I'm doing. I guess the, the, the thing that's different is how we do our work days. Yeah. And so if you are someone who sees clients on a regular basis, um, unlike Maria and, and you don't do all of the backend work, like for me, CEO day is so important because that's the day that I do all my backend work. I write all my emails. I plan all my content. Um, I'm because on the days that I'm seeing clients, I'm burnt out. And when I'm ready to close my computer after we hop off calls, I'm ready. I am not going to sit there and write out emails. And so I would say that a, a whole day dedicated to CEO day is so much more important if you are someone who sees clients rather than just like an hour here or there. Um, 
because if you are office averse or computer averse like me and you don't want to be spending a ton of time on your computer, knowing that you're knocking it out in that day in the beginning of the week, I think is really, really valuable and really important. So I want to kind of go through some things that I think are really important to cover on CEO days. And just for like, just to start off, I do my CEO days on Mondays. Um, you do not have to do yours on Mondays. I would say that Mondays are the most popular day, but you can do yours on Sunday night. And that's how it looked for me for a really long time. I didn't have a whole lot of freedom in my schedule because I was packed, jam-packed with clients, you know, from Monday through Friday. And I was trying to get to a place where I wasn't working Mondays or Fridays, but it just wasn't happening yet. And so Sunday nights were my CEO day. If you're someone who is, is all up in your business like that, where you are a maker or you are a crafter of some type, or you have to be with clients all the time and you are just so slammed and busy, your CEO day might start out on Sunday nights. And I would, I would highly recommend that. Or maybe it's Friday afternoons before you're done with your week so that you can feel great about your weekend and you can go into Monday super refreshed, not even having to touch things on the weekend. Um, So whenever you want it to be really is your choice. I kind of like a bookend, either a front or or an end of a week, Um, but you can have your CEO day be on Wednesdays. No one's here to tell you when or how you have to do this. Um, the, I think the main point is that it has to work for you and, and that it has to be productive. So just want to drive home that it's not a day off. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people think that it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think they, they think it is. I think it's like, Oh yeah, I'm a CEO now. I earned a day off. No, you, you did earn time off, but not on CEO day. <laughs> So um, let me kind of tell you and walk you through what one of my CEO days looks like. So my first tip is don't sleep in on CEO days. I think you should wake up at your ideal productive time. So for me, that's 630. Um, or sometimes six. So six to six 30, I wake up, I get my morning routine out of the way. I start my day with my ideal morning routine because I want to set the flow of the day. This again, remember is you setting the tone for your week and being the most productive that you're going to be all week. Again, it's not a slow and steady day. This is a routine day. So next thing I do is I set aside strategic office time and I have my to-do list ready. So a lot of the types of things that I do on CEO day are content planning, schedule planning, following up, setting appointments. Um, And then I work on special projects like right now, Maria and I are working on um, some courses behind the scenes. So those are the kinds of things that I would do on CEO days. It doesn't always have to be done in the morning either. I'm not the greatest computer work in the morning. Um, I actually prefer to do my computer work from like three to five. And so I'll make sure that three to five is on my calendar set aside for computer work. I also like to do a lot of errands on CEO day, and I'm not necessarily talking about personal errands. However, I do do my grocery shopping on CEO day because I think that eating well and having my meals planned makes me a better business owner. So that is, it's part of my business and I've worked that in to be part of my business. So on CEO days, the types of errands we do are grocery shopping. Um, Chaz will usually do laundry that day. Uh, we like to reset the space, especially because we live in a tiny space. (laughs) Um, So we usually reset the space and then we also get some rest on CEO days, not in the morning. Remember we're waking up 
on time at an ideal time. We're having our morning routine, but we're also resetting and resting for the week. And then I like to end my day going to bed on time and setting myself up for success on the first day I'm going to see clients that week, which is usually Tuesdays. So um, just making sure that I am actually sticking to my schedule, making sure I get everything done, having a to-do list, um, and making sure that my CEO day is truly productive. Again, it's not a day off, but rest is required for productivity. So know that it is okay to rest. It is okay to zone out to a TV show for an hour if you want to. Um, It is okay to do your follow-ups that day, but you need to make sure that what you're doing that day is productive. So as far as your CEO day looks, Maria, does yours look any different than that? Mine's a little different. Um, I would say that I have, I'm, uh, yeah, well, let's just, let's just get into it. So I usually wake up at five and work out. Um, and then I do, um, my quiet time and then I kind of get ready. So I'm usually getting ready, um, showering, whatnot around seven. And then I try to sneak in. Um, so my kids are in school, so I have to like work around them as well. So I try to sneak in about, they don't, we don't leave until about eight, like eight twenty for school. So by the t- for so like for about forty minutes, I am like in the zone before I have to take them to school because I've gotten their snacks. They eat lunch at school now. I don't have to worry about it. They are self sufficient in getting themselves dressed and ready. So I do my like I have like forty minutes where I am like on my computer getting stuff. And then I drop them off and then I come home. And so from about nine until three, I will say is my hours of power. And I knock out what I need to knock out. I also, sometimes I will do errands. Like you said, um, I, there are times when I, uh, maybe make appointments during that time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to go to the eye doctor or whatever it may be. Um, but I would say that that is when I am working. And then after three, I'm done because I have to go pick up my kids. And from then on, it is getting, you know, going to practices, making dinner, all that kind of stuff. So, and actually, to be honest, depending on the day, um, my hours of actual working are when I am working is only from nine to three. Um, I very rarely will do stuff after if I can help it just because that's the way my life is right now. Mine, I will not take client calls after 12 noon. Mm. I need to be done by noon. I start at nine and I'm done by noon. And the reason is my brain is the most productive and on fire at that time. Mm -hmm. And anything after that, I've tried to do like afternoon calls. And it's just like, all I want to do is like zonk out. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel the same way. I have found that no matter where I am or what I'm doing or however much I love the work or love the X, Y, Z, there comes a point in the day or the, or even really the amount of time. I know that I say I'm working like nine to three and it's like six hours, but I'm not actually working that entire time. Right. It's just the amount of time I've allotted to myself. Um, but I would say that really, I can be very productive for about three hours. Yeah. 
And then I'm kind of done. And yes, I might be quote unquote working or having the time to work, but I just like my brain isn't in it. My head isn't in it. But I will preface that by saying when I am working, because you guys can't see this, but I have a list. I am a list maker. And that is one of the things that I do on my CEO days as I write out every single thing that I need to get done for the entire work. And I have it broken because, you know, I don't just do a uh, clarity Co. I have <laughs> multiple things, <laughs> including right. personal that are on my list. Um, and so I write out every single thing that I need to get done. And there was something that you said earlier that I wanted to touch on about the rest When I have everything written out and I know when I am going to be working on it, it makes me so much less anxious because instead of, because otherwise it's floating around in my brain and I'm like, oh my gosh, when am I going to have time to work on that? When am I going to have time to work on that? And I'm like, no, after, you know, on, on Tuesday, I do X, Y, Z on Wednesday, we podcast after we're done podcasting, I will break for a minute. And then I'm going to do these two things, you know, like I, so it's not overwhelming. I, I know what I'm going to do and it just makes, it just makes it easier. But again, I really can only focus for those like couple hours and then my brain's mush. So any, I feel like anybody who says they work like 16 hour days, I mean, I'm not saying that you aren't working. I'm just saying that like your genius hour, your power hour, your zone, I, I don't feel like you can be in it for 16 hours. I don't know how people can. I can't. So there you go. You can't. Yeah, you really can't. I think mine is is also three hours of performance is what I would call it. Like when I'm live on a call and my brain is expected to fire on all cylinders, right? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, for me, that's a three hour window between nine and noon. And um, I do work about, you know, at least an hour or two before that. And then like I mentioned, if I need to do computer work, it'll usually be like between three and five or sometimes between like seven and 10. So yes. it just depends. Um, but I think it is really important to get to know that stuff about yourself and find those windows that work for you. And don't let like the pressure of what a workday is supposed to be like traditionally mess that up for you. Because you need to work in your zone of genius and it is okay to not work nine to five. It is okay. If you work better from five to nine, (laughs) like in the morning or at night, that's totally okay. You get to choose. That's, that's the best thing about being an entrepreneur is that you get to choose what works for you. Right? So I'm going to share a little bit of what my daily routine looks like ideally, no, this does not happen every day, (laughs) but ideally what it looks like. And I think it's really important to write out what your routine looks like and write out what you want your daily schedule to be. Because going into this year, you want to know what you want your schedule to look like so that you can build an offer suite and build your business to support that. Now, it took me a really long time to get here. I would say probably four years-ish, four four to five years-ish to get here. And I think I'm, am I celebrating six, six years, I think this yeah. or is it seven? I can't remember now. <laughs> the pandemic got me all screwed up guys. <laughs> I, okay. It must be six because I think it was three in 2020. 
Yeah. So it'll be, I'm, I'm sitting at about five and a half years now. So I didn't get this right. I would say until probably four years in maybe. So, um, as far as my daily schedule look like, or my weekly schedule looks like on Mondays, like I mentioned, I have CEO days. Those can also look like travel days for us because we're in that season of our life where we are traveling. Um, I want you to keep in mind too, that a lot of Mondays, if you have kiddos at home, a lot of Mondays happen to be holidays, like off of school days. And so it could be a good idea to not see clients that day if you want to work up to that. Um, because you don't want to have to take time off if, you know, if you forget or whatever it is. Um, as far as Tuesdays go, that is the day that I typically am running EIA and or seeing clients um, for strategy calls. So Tuesday, I would say, is a pretty heavy hitter for me. I usually have at least three hours of client calls that day. Wednesday, I do my meetings with Maria. So we are either recording and or meeting about the Clarity Co. that day. Um, I used to do when I was working in San Diego, I did a lot of lunch meetings. And so I would do lunch meetings and VIP days on the, on Wednesdays. If you are going to start offering VIP days, I would highly recommend that you only, um, entertain them one day a week so that you can create space in your life and you can make sure that energetically you are set up for that. On Thursdays, that um, has always historically been our CNC education days. Um, so I always have time for that. If you run a membership, making sure that you have one day a week that's set aside specifically for membership. Um, and then on the days that we're not doing membership things, I have client calls or on, on the times that we're not doing membership things, I should say. Um, and then Fridays, I also do not see clients. And that's more of like my self-care, again, travel days a lot of times, fun fun stuff, friends, lunch dates. Friday is my day off. So I used to do when I was um, living in San Diego and my husband was still working full time, I did cuddle Friday. And so typically I got up way before my husband got up, but on Fridays I would sleep in and he would bring the dogs to me and we would have cuddle Fridays. So, <laughs> so that's kind of um, was like a highlight of my week that I love that um, I always looked forward to. And then as far as what my days look like between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m., um, something I'm going to tell you right now, if you do not have it already, you need to put a do not disturb on your phone. This was one of the biggest like vices I had was waking up in the middle of the night and answering emails. <gasps> no one needs to hear from you at 3 a.m. Don't I do that. No. No one needs to hear from you at 3 a.m. I did this a lot when I was working for someone else. Just, I don't know. It was like a productivity thing or a, a like, oh, look at me. I'm doing the most kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so absolutely unneeded. No one needed a reply from me at 3 a.m. Um, but I, I would hear it in the night and I would wake up and answer it. And so uh, when I, I would say probably about a year into my business, I, I found the do not disturb feature on my phone. And I've got that on from 10 PM to 7 AM. And so I've got a lot of East coast clients and stuff. And I always tell them, do not worry about voxering me at 6 AM your time. I will not hear it. And I will get to it when I get to it because I have do not disturb on. <laughs> so yeah. 
definitely one of my um, most powerful secret weapons. But like I mentioned, uh, at 6 a.m., I usually wake up. Maria mentioned she wakes up at 5. So whatever floats your boat, if you're a 7 o'clock girly, you can do that too. Whatever works for you in your schedule. But for me, it's 6. Um, I like to shower by 6.30. And then by 7, I like to be out of the shower, drinking my lemon water and having my morning quiet time. Um, 7.30 or 8, depending on how long that goes, I will step into Instagram, start posting, doing my Instagram routine and my morning work, anything that I need to kind of follow up on. Uh, a lot of these days, it's actually Voxer work that I'm looking at. So like I mentioned, I've got a lot of East Coast clients. They will start messaging me 6 a.m. their time, which is 3 a.m. my time. So by <laughs> 8 or 9 a.m., they've been waiting a while. So I want to typically um, chime in with them. Um, and then by 9 a.m., I finish getting ready and eat breakfast. A lot of times I do start calls at 9 a.m., um, but on this schedule, I have start calls at 10. That would be ideal. Um, but again, I have a lot of East Coast clients. And when that happens, I don't want them to have to wait into the day to see me. So 9 a.m. is when I start. Um, from 9 to noon is when I am taking my calls. And then lunch starts at noon. If it's a working lunch, like a lunch date, typically I will budget from, from kind of like 1 to 3 for that, for travel time and all of that. Um, but otherwise, lately, for the past year now, Chaz and I have been taking lunch dates every day at noon. Um, so that has been such a treat and we've loved it. And then we kind of go and run our errands, do whatever we need to do. And then by three o'clock, I have like a decompressed break. And then um, by four o'clock, typically I like to either go for a walk or start working again. Five o'clock, we're starting dinner and then eating dinner somewhere, somewhere between 6 and 6.30. 7 o'clock, we are unwinding and finishing up some work if we have it. And then ideally, around 8 a.m., I would start my self-care routine. So for me, I have autoimmune, and I need to be doing detox things, cupping, taking Epsom salt baths, things like that. Um, ideally, I'd be doing that at 8 p.m., winding down at 9.30 and asleep by 10. But, you know, sometimes we watch TikTok and that happens around 8, <laughs> you know, like 11. It just depends, right? Mm -hmm. So um, ideally we would not be watching TikTok, but that's that goes. So what my challenge is for you today is I want you to sit down and think about what you want your life to look like starting. I mean, it could be starting now, but, but realistically starting in 2023 because you're going to have some interruptions some disruptions between now and the beginning of the year you know we've got holidays we've got some time to ease into it um but I would love to see you running on all cylinders with a solid new schedule and routine by 2023 and it's probably not feasible for you to take two days off a week you know one for your CEO day and one one day for your just extra day off but if you could start working toward that and, you know, having one hour a week that's dedicated to CEO time and maybe taking one day off for yourself on top of the weekend, right? Um, I would love to see you start planning this out and I want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to build into your schedule. Maybe you want to build in a lunch date twice a week into your schedule. Maybe you want to build in time with your kids, like a out of the house date with each of your kids once a week or once a month. Um, you know, maybe on Thursdays, let's say you have three or four kids, you cycle through them and every Thursday you have a date with one of them, right? 
um, maybe date night with your husband is important or your spouse, your significant other. Um, I want to know what's important to you. I want you to write that down and I want you to start building your life around that. My schedule did not always look like this. It was not always easy. What it really looked like a lot of time was laying in bed until I absolutely had to get up, starting my calls in a frantic, like, (laughs) Uh and then working my ass off for eight hours straight without any breaks and then just falling apart at the end of the night. That's what it looked like for a long time. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be like that. I would say, I figured that out way too late. Yeah. I think what you're hitting the nail on the head because you're just talking about chaos. And when you feel chaotic and you don't have a plan, we talk about planning all the time, but it's so true. Um, you will not get the best work out of yourself. You will constantly feel like you are behind you will always be running and grasping at the next thing or trying to furiously respond to an email or, and you will always feel bad. Answering emails at 3am. Yeah. Like you will, you, you will. And I think even, even, um, uh, something else I was going to say when you were talking about like, you know, answering the emails at 3am, you know, you, it is okay to not respond right away. It is okay not to respond in two hours, three hours. It's actually fine to just respond the next day. I email a lot of people and I never am like, oh my gosh, they did not email me until the next day. No, I literally just assume like everyone else that they're busy and they have things to do and they're going to get back to me when they get to me. I mean, that's, that's life. So for you to put expectations on yourself that you've got to like be there all the time for everyone and, and, you know, make yourself crazy. You will, you'll just make yourself crazy. Like you're not, you're not going to be productive or, um, take ownership or take control of like what Sam is challenging everyone to do is to like build the life they want. And in order to do that, you got to know where you're going and you got to have a plan and, working less actually makes you, uh, more productive, which sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. Exactly. Exactly. And I will tell you, I'm so much happier since I created a schedule for myself and stick to it. I am so much more productive and I make a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah. And we can, I mean, I would also say like, sometimes, you know, if you have that massive list is to, you know, let's say you're like, Hey, you know what? I can't, I can't do a day off or I can't, you know, there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of, I can'ts probably happening in people's brains right now, because you're probably thinking like, well, that's nice for you, Sam, but I have X, Y, Z, or that's great for you, Maria, but I have this and this and this totally get it. Everybody's different. Everyone has like, commitments and, you know, maybe you have a lot of different things that you're juggling. I get it. 100% everyone does. Mm -hmm. But another thing that I would just put, put in there that you could start trying to do is, you know, doing like, okay, I have two things to get done today. Mm -hmm. And you just do those two things, right? Like baby step, baby step in it. People, if you're like, I, there's no way I can do this or stick to it or whatever, like let's baby step your way into this. If that is If that's what it's going to take for you to, to get here, then, then do it. It's not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. 
it's something that you're going to have to work toward and work on. And like I mentioned, it was not something that I even figured out for quite a few years. And I implemented it one little step at a time. I did not immediately say one day, oh, I'm taking off Mondays and Fridays. I probably spent a whole year and a half playing (laughs) with the fact that I took off Mondays and Fridays. Like I said it, but I didn't actually do it until probably a year and a half ago. So I want to tell you that this is a process and it's not something that you should expect perfection from ever. Um, I had said, you know, ideally, this is what my day looks like. Does it look like that even 70% of the time? No, but I would say probably 68% of the time (laughs) I try to stick to it and it works out really, really well in my favor. So again, just want to encourage you guys to create those schedules, write down what's important to you and go from there. For me, it was, I needed to be done with speaking and performing by noon every day. And so I made that happen. Um, Energetically, I did not want to do computer work in the morning. Made it happen. Um, Wanted to get myself from working so much on the back end of my business and back into just doing front end work. And we made that happen. But again, none of it happened overnight. So it starts with writing down what's important to you, working out a schedule that will work for you um, and a transitionary schedule at that. So your schedule between now and the end of the year could look vastly different than what you're, what you're going to start in January. So encourage you, um, to make that happen today, send it our way. We want to see it, um, pop into our DMS, let us know what's important to you and how you're going to change your schedule. Yeah. We can't wait for you guys to enjoy the relief of knowing you don't have to do it all every single day. (laughs) <laughs> it is such a relief, let me tell you. And again, we want to know what you guys are doing. So please, please let us know. And also just, you know, just like another thing to remember, if you guys like listening to our podcast, if you're like, oh my gosh, I am getting so much information that is helping me. We would love for you guys to, you know, just like the podcast, subscribe to it. Put us, give us a little review if you enjoy it. And, and I mean, if you really liked an episode, share it with your friends, because if it's helping you, it's definitely going to help someone else. Both of us have been working for ourselves for so many years, like Sam said, and, uh, we know that what we're learning is something that we want to give other people so that it doesn't take you two years to get your CEO days figured out that maybe you guys can get it done in a couple months, you know, like that's the whole point is that we've been there. We've done the dumb stuff. We've done the hard stuff. This is your chance to not have to be as dumb as us. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Remember, pop into our DMs. We want to see your new schedules. We want to help keep you accountable for it. And we can't wait to see what you do with it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.